0: Hello to anyone listening, and welcome to The Patriotic Communists. This is Max Rice, and this is the podcast where I advocate for a socialist revolution in the United States of America, and where I analyze current events from a far-left perspective. We are in the historical context where we choose socialism or barbarism, and that has never been more true. So... In this episode, I'm going to be talking about how the Metro Services Group is replacing striking workers with prison slave labor, and some updated details on how the United States economy is falling apart and how the government is still responding in the worst possible ways. So, the first story that I have for today is a really good example of the incentives in capitalism uh, going directly against humanity. A group of public sanitation workers in New Orleans that were hired by the contractor Metro Services Group went on strike, and in response, Metro Services Group fired a few of the striking workers and replaced the loss of labor caused by the strike with prison labor, which is slave labor. Now, That's the summary and these are the details. The striking workers were demanding hazard pay due to the high risk of their job during the pandemic. These workers deal with toxic waste every day and often they work 12 hour days and their hourly wage is 10.25 an hour. Obviously they get overtime often I'm sure but 10.25 an hour is their wage. That is already a massive underpayment for this type of work despite any pandemic Not only is this work unpleasant, but it is also an essential public service that has health risks, and this is what they get paid, just enough to barely get by. Ridiculous how our system does not provide positive results to the workers who deserve it the most, which in my opinion are the ones who risk their health in order to provide essential labor that our society literally depends on. Now, Metro Services Group, is a company that is contracted by the city of New Orleans, and the city government is not addressing this problem in any way whatsoever. In response to this strike and the resulting reduction of labor, Metro Services Group hired prisoners to replace them, which was a good economic choice for them since, get, get this, they only have to pay them 13% of the amount that they pay other workers, which is essentially a slave wage. Contrary to what many people are aware of, slavery is still very alive in the United States, and it comes from the prison population. So what this comes down to is this corporation using slave prison labor as a form of strike busting. And this is perhaps one of the grossest ways to respond to striking workers and their grievances, and it shows a callous disregard for any of their concerns. These decisions, unsurprisingly, stirred up some controversy. And this is what Metro Services Group had to say about this. Quote, Metro
1: Services Group has long been an advocate of helping persons who had been incarcerated return to society in a meaningful and productive way. Metro makes no apologies for this policy as a core element of our commitment to being good corporate citizens
0: clearly disgusting behavior and this is capitalism plain and simple they're not doing this to help prisoners that is a laughable excuse they're doing it to save money plain and simple if making money was not their absolute priority then they would not do this if the workers had a real say in their company if they had real power if they had a real voice and influence then this would never happen now time for the more general subject that I want to talk about in this episode, which is an update on the economic disaster that was triggered by the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm feeling beyond blessed every night to be in a situation where I am confident that I have stable shelter and food for the foreseeable future. But a lot of Americans are already in the position where this is not the case. Thousands of families, perhaps even more, Are extremely uncertain about their immediate future every single day, and it gets worse every passing day. What is happening to our economy right now is truly disgusting. Right now, there are countless families across the country that are struggling every day to get food into their stomach. This is a major crisis that is completely avoidable if you look at the resources and infrastructure of our country. We could easily provide equipment and hazard pay to our essential workers, as well as provide economic assistance to every resident of this country while we stay in lockdown in order to stop the spread of this deadly disease. We have our own currency. We could do it. But the oligarchs refuse because power concedes nothing. They would never willingly hand over any significant portion of economic power into the hands of the working class. Now, for some horrifying and disheartening numbers, a report from the Kaiser Family Foundation estimates that 27 million people have lost their health care recently. Since health care is often tied to a person's job, this was a very predictable result of mass layoffs and an economic crash. This is absolute madness. I know I have already expressed plenty of shock about this subject on my show, but I'm still floored at the neglect that the owning and governing class is displaying by not even making an effort to implement Medicare for All in the midst of a pandemic. Medicare for All is the more efficient and humane healthcare system, so it seems like a no-brainer to implement it in the first place, even without this crisis. But now, it is somehow even crazier to deny Medicare for All. Seeing how this situation is one of the only possible ones where access to health care for all Americans actually directly impacts everybody's health, regardless of economic class. So ask yourself this. If our system is not implementing Medicare for all right now in the midst of a pandemic, then that is exposing that this current system will never implement it. And this is the same when it comes to solving the homeless problem and an increase in minimum wage. This is why we need a revolution. It has never been more clear that the system will not change without force. If you really want Medicare for all, if you really want to end the endless wars, if you really want to make the minimum wage a living wage, and if you really want to start reversing the apocalyptic environmental trends that we are currently set in, then we need a revolution. We need to overthrow capitalism and anything less is extremely temporary at best and is not enough considering these extreme conditions that we find ourselves in today. We need to wake up people around 33.5 million people have filed for unemployment claims since the beginning of the state and federal lockdowns almost two months ago. And this is not even the tip of the iceberg regarding the number of people that have lost work since unemployment does not apply to everybody. Apparently, it is also confirmed that 6.4 million additional workers have left the labor force entirely and are not counted as unemployed. And the solution that our system is offered is simply get back to work and ignore the viral pandemic that has infected more than a million Americans. Not in fact, ignore the viral pandemic that has more than a million people currently infected. This is clearly not the answer to this crisis. This is not even a sensible solution to the economic part of the crisis we are facing. This will only deepen both of the problems. The government seems to be purposely not giving any of us any more stimulus aid so that we are desperate enough to get back to work and don't have the power to resist this clearly inhumane decision to turn the economy back on. And I really don't think that they care as much about the price tag that it would take to give the desperate people of this country a helping hand as much as they care about the precedent that it sets. The last thing they want to do is make it seem like our government is actually capable of helping us. The idea of the economy making a comeback will result in another wave of accelerated infections, which will make the crisis worse and lengthened. I could be wrong about this, but until I see evidence otherwise, This seems like the most logical way that this is going to play out, and just the fact that none of the scientific community is saying that the American economy is safe to reopen again, that too, clearly. But nonetheless, the stock market is looking pretty good lately due to the reopening that is occurring and being put into motion. They are profiting off of our blood already. We are watching massive wealth be built on the corpses of the working class who are in a more desperate time than ever in modern U.S. history. The time for a socialist revolution has never been more urgent in our history as a nation. This capitalist crisis is also making the situation worse on the front lines. There have been 1.4 million job cuts in health care amid the pandemic, and there were 650,000 job cuts in the social assistance sector, which is another sector that has become more important due to the crisis. So wait a second. The crisis increases the demand for them, but it also causes many of them to lose their job? Talk about a nonsense system. We must take note of all of these contradictions and actually address them. They reflect the deeper contradictions within our fundamentally Flawed economic system. And before anything, we need to agree on the fundamentals. And this is what happens when capitalism runs your healthcare system. It becomes susceptible to extremely unstable nature of this economic system. It becomes vulnerable to the crashes and the booms. And my argument is that nothing should be susceptible to this unstable foundation of capitalism. Every industry is important because it offers people livelihood. Every time that an uh, in industry it has a mass loss of jobs. It is a tragedy because it has tons of people that just lost their way of life. Now they're thinking about how to feed themselves, potentially. Anyways, this is all I got for this episode. My heart goes out to everyone waiting in food lines, anyone without any shelter, anyone who feels like the world has abandoned them. Just remember, together we are powerful and we can get through anything. Reach out to neighbors and local organizations. I mean, I know it's hard. I know nothing's fair right now, but get help. After all, we only got each other at the moment and solidarity is more important than ever while our oligarchy of a government is actively hostile to us. But the point is that we can do better than this and we ought to do a lot better than this. Anyways, Thank you so much for listening, and remember, stay safe and stay vigilant. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Patriotic Communists. All of the music you heard in this podcast was produced and performed by me, Max Rice, and if you would like to check it out, just search Max Rice on any streaming platform. That's M-A-X-R-I-C-E. Yes like the food rice this is max rice signing off we're
1: all distracted by media the misdirection of a t- and benefits, big powers I mention Y'all try to lessen questions and attentions Money equals power, we gotta kill this connection These false-fed concepts make no sense How y'all hating immigrants And we control by the 1% It's by screens, dehumanization comes easily All here are American supremacists But this line of thought is a normality full of fallacies While we stay combative, oversee lies and more lies As far as I can see of the mass distractions we're expected to not question how the government uses our taxes unless it's helping people that they ramble like that's all to see though we need to free the people we need a fucking hero we need some MLK, our style of change we're full of pain and ignorant but won't live in fear though we need some yellow vest bulletproof that's some bold claims we need that fire in our hearts that can't be tamed. we need to reject and correct our collective violent actions but it won't happen Distracted.